is a beautiful kind of love the kind of love that jesus loves us with for those of you who don't understand what that song is saying because it's sung in swahili it's talking about a beautiful kind of love that jesus has loved us with without looking at the fact that i have money or not he can't even look at that because he gives without looking at my sins he shows me love he doesn't get tired of me. He doesn't sleep on his promises. He is just such a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful savior. And on that note, can we just say a word of prayer before we go too far and just commit this podcast and the words that we're going to hear and the message that the Lord Almighty is sharing to each and every one of us. And let's commit our hearts to him that our hearts will be able to receive this message and therefore, Father Almighty, in the name of Jesus Christ, Abba Father, we come before you this moment. I thank you for each and every single person who's listening to this podcast, who's listening to this message, who has taken the time to download, to sit, take a moment and just listen to these words. May you bless them. May you show up in their lives, oh God. May you shower them with your love so amazingly be with us help us to hear from you and also to truly enjoy this word in jesus name amen now my name is lynn i'm still born again i still love the lord jesus christ as my personal savior and i have completely submitted to be used of him and to be inspired by the power of the holy spirit Today's podcast, as you can see in the title, which is why I think you chose to download, is titled, How Long Have You Waited for the Blessing and What Has the Waiting Made You Become? How long have you waited for the blessing? I don't know how long you've waited. I don't even know who I'm talking to, but I know that every single person I'm talking to at this moment is waiting for something, has been waiting for something, has just concluded a wait, or is about to begin waiting for something. And I know maybe you're listening and you're thinking, hey, about to begin waiting for something? No, 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 I don't want that kind of portion. But please, uh, let's, not be, let's not be unrealistic. Because even the Lord Jesus Christ said, in this world we will have trouble, but we are not to worry, for he will always 
be with us. I have done a couple of episodes on this podcast called The Business with Jesus. And on the very first episode, I appealed to your intellect. When we talked about preparing for marriage and who to listen to. On the second episode, which was submission for the 21st century woman, which is an episode that has really, really, really touched a lot of you women. And I I thank God for all you listeners who are listening from everywhere you're listening from, from Kenya, from Nigeria, from Ethiopia, from Spain, from the US, from every single part of this world. God bless you. And I know that particular podcast really got to you, especially if you're a woman, because I have a lot of comments on that. The women said, well, you know, how do we submit with all this kind of progress, with all this kind of advancement? And for the men, the men think that kind of woman is not easy to find. But um, why don't we look forward to another part of this submission? Because in the future, I promise you, please look out for this. We're going to have a part two. And uh, part two is going to have female talk on submission. Uh, part three is going to have submission for the 21st century woman with inclusion of the male perspective. So we're going to have some friends of ours um, in this podcast and they're going to really bless us with their opinions. But for that podcast, I appealed to your character and more so to you as the woman. Appealing to your character How do you submit for those who are married and for those who are preparing to be married? And then we we did another episode on men asking them whether God has given you a godly wife. No, actually not even a godly wife. Whether God has already given you a wife. And in this particular episode, I was appealing to your character as a man. I'll just say that again. I was appealing to your character as a man. Are you aware of what is required of you from the Bible? You know, I love so much what Jesus said that heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will remain. So it's it, it all boils down to the Bible. And then we, we just recently did with a very good pastor friend of mine, Pastor Patrick and I did uh, an episode on how to pray and fast for marriage. And I, I just, I don't want to preempt that episode. I wish you would just go to the, to the podcast and just um, listen to that one. But today, today I'm not appealing to your character. I'm not appealing to your intellect. I'm not appealing to about, you know, to your spiritual discipline. I'm appealing directly to your soul. And so I just want to ask one more time. How long have you waited for the blessing? How long are you sitting there and you're waiting for that illness to end? You've walked with that illness for far too long. How long have you waited for this blessing? How long have you waited to overcome this addiction? You are addicted. You know you're addicted. And I know, I know and I feel you, whoever you are, I know deep within that that is not your desire. I know that it is not part of your plan. You don't wake up in the morning and you're planning to go ahead and be chained to that addiction. Listen, I know. And I know deep inside you're always wishing 
to break off from this addiction and you know you pray to God and you ask him, will today be the day that this will be the last time that this addiction will master you? I know. Maybe you're the person who's been waiting for a breakthrough in your career and you're always getting from one job and it only ends up to be just a few months or a few years and before long something just happens and the contract is terminated or or they they run out of money the company run out of money or just something happens and i know you've been sitting and you've been looking at other people and they have all this kind of supernatural breakthrough in their careers and you're wondering when is it going to be me and I know, listen, I know how much that hurts. And I know you're also wondering, when are you going to get a good break? When is it going to be your turn to go to the bank and actually look at a really beautiful bank balance? When are you going to get a good break and stop living from, from hand to mouth? You live from paycheck to paycheck and I know I see you kneeling and crying out to God and just asking God, when is this going to stop being my narrative? Does this have to be my narrative? I'm also looking at that woman. I'm also looking at that man who has been praying, making a prayer year in, year out. Every year you get into a new year and you say, this is my year. This is the year I get into marriage. This is the year I get into that covenant marriage. And the year comes and it goes. And the next one comes and it goes. And the next one comes and it goes. And two more and five more. And you're wondering, when, Lord, when? And you get to a point and you feel like you've just waited too long. And I'm appealing to your soul today. And listen, before you think of, of not listening to this anymore, in case you're listening to this and you're thinking, Whew, Lynn, is, Lynn is really getting those, those sad feelings out of me. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to talk to you, sister, to sister, sister to brother. Because here's the thing. Waiting is not a curse. And before we go too long, I really want you all who are listening to this message to shift that mentality where you think that because you've been waiting for something too long, maybe you've been cursed. Maybe someone has said certain things against you. Maybe, listen, go to the book of Colossians, read the entire chapter of now, the, the entire chapter number two and please understand that jesus christ made a public spectacle of all the principalities of all the powers he made a public spectacle of them what does that mean that means he put them to shame if you read in hebrews 9 15 oh my gosh i'm so notorious for this verse right now it says that the sins of the first covenant were forgiven my brother my sister there is nothing that you have done that you've done wrong okay nothing there's nothing that has has cast you jesus became the curse so that you would be set free you are free, you who has received Jesus. And this is why every time I come on and I pray, I always pray and I always talk about if you are a believer, then this is your blessing. But if you're not yet a believer, I pray that Almighty God will overwhelm 
you with his love. Because my goodness, it is his love that makes us turn back to him and repent. Oh my gosh, this is my testimony. It was as a result of his engulfing love. He overwhelmed me with his love so much, giving me blessings that I didn't even deserve. To this day, I wake up and I'm thinking, how do I even deserve this kind of health? We're living in in a time when we are all getting careful about this coronavirus pandemic. And most of you don't have it. Don't you think that's a blessing? You know? But some of our brothers and sisters are in hospitals and they're waiting. They're wondering, when am I going to get healed? I know I had a friend who went to hospital one day and, and this was his ailment and it went on for months. Have you ever really prayed over an issue until you feel like there's something wrong with my prayers? There must be. I'm not crying enough. I, I don't think I'm crying enough. I need to start crying some more. I really need to start really fasting more. I need to punish myself more than this. You know, I need to, I need to, I need to increase my tithe. I need to put, put in a lot of seed offerings. I need to, to really, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Listen to every person who's out there and you're waiting. I'm right there with you. I understand everything you're going through. I, and I'm praying that you will receive grace. And this is why the second part of this statement is this. What has the waiting made you become? See, I look at um, hmm, the fathers of faith, you know. I look at Abraham. And if you read the story of Abraham in Genesis, and I think I've mentioned this in a podcast before, Abraham was told that he would have descendants so many as numerous as the stars. And when later God came and told him, you will have a son and he was going to be a hundred, he laughed. Because he was like, you know, God, um, I know you're many things, but I didn't know you have such a good sense of humor. And Abraham waited and waited and his wife Sarah waited. And they waited and they waited. I, I just, I want you to imagine how long they had to wait for this Isaac fellow to come through. Too long. And then eventually, Sarah said, listen, I'm getting too old. Why don't you take my maidservant, Hagar? Just sleep with her. Let, let's get a child. Let's just, let's just extend the family through this way. My brother, my sister, what has waiting made you become? Is waiting making you, is waiting forcing you to get into other options that you know full well are substandard? May I even say that you know full well are not part of God's plan for your life? Is that what waiting is making you do? Have you been compromising on your standards? Have you, have you been compromising on your values? And, and I'm sorry if you feel like you're being attacked by this, but I'm just going to keep talking because I, I've been there as well. And I'm also attacking myself. So if you feel attacked, hey, tell yourself she's also attacking herself. So let's continue getting attacked. But here's the thing. Has waiting made you compromise on your standards? Has waiting made you compromise on your values? Jacob, Jacob. Jacob. 
He was a grandson of Abraham. And he went to his uncle Laban and he worked for seven years, but he wanted Rachel. But instead, Laban tricked him. And I know you know about the story of Jacob and you know how he also was a trickster from birth. And uh, so he got Leah instead, but he worked for another seven years to wait to get Rachel. And the Bible records it felt like days because he loved Rachel. My goodness, I don't know who I'm talking to. Is your attitude of waiting the attitude of love? Are you able to wait in love? Can you wait in love? If you feel like I'm not realizing I'm repeating this statement, I realize I'm repeating this statement. And I'm going to say one more time. Can you wait in love? Because I feel like this right here is a remedy. If we teach ourselves to wait in love, probably years will feel like days. I don't know. Think about it. Look at another guy called Joseph. And Joseph, you know, everything he went through. And while he was still at home with his brothers and he was tending the, the father's flock, he got this dream. And it was clear that God was talking about promoting him. But Joseph waited for too long for this promotion. And I want us to listen carefully to what happened with Joseph as he was waiting for this particular promotion. He got thrown into a pit. He got sold into slavery. He went to Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife said whatever nonsense he said, she said about him. He got thrown into prison, interpreted the dreams of, of the two guys. Then he asked them, please, when you do go, actually he talked to the cupbearer because the cupbearer was going to be, to be reinstated. And he asked the cupbearer, when you do go to Pharaoh, please remember me. What did the cupbearer do? Did he remember Joseph? Uh -uh. Joseph still waited. He still waited. I want you to imagine that kind of lifestyle. But eventually it happened. I don't know who I'm talking to right now. I don't know how you're waiting. I don't know whether you feel like the longer you wait, the worse things become. You're waiting to get healed, but the longer you're praying for healing, the worse your situation is getting. You're waiting to get married, but the longer you pray, the, the worse things become. You just meet with more jokers. Or you yourself, your attitude's Thinks even more. You get less and less patient. You're waiting to get into a good career advancement status, but you are lacking in work ethics. Or the more you wait, the worse things become. You just don't seem to get the blessing. You just don't seem to advance. It just seems to get worse. You're giving it your best, but they just keep laying you off. You're giving it your best, but the meds are just not working. You're giving it your best, but your marriage is still not working out. Your husband still doesn't look at you with the eyes of love. Your wife is still not respecting you. She's still not submitting, but you're waiting. Now the question is, are you still going to hold on to the promise of your purpose? Daniel, he set out to pray 
and he set out and he said, please do not give me any choice wine or meat. Let us just have fruits and veggies. And he started praying and he prayed and he went on and on. And Daniel had to pray until the 21st day. That's when the angel Gabriel came to him. And the angel, angel was very clear. And the angel said, from the very first day you set out to pray, your prayer was heard. But the prince of Persia intercepted the prayer. And that is when we see the angel Michael came, intervened, and angel Gabriel was able to deliver the message to Daniel. But Daniel tarried. He waited. Are you, are you listening to me? He waited. And he got his answer. Jesus had to wait for a long time to start the ministry. And then eventually when the ministry was about to reach the culmination and he got to this point where he went to Gethsemane and he was praying to God and he was asking God, could you please take this cup away from me, this cup of suffering? Still, listen, brothers and sisters, still he waited. He endured for the joy that was set before him. Hey, do you remember the story of the woman with the issue of blood? The woman who waited for 12 years. For 12 years, I just want you to imagine. You've been having an ailment for 12 years. And I know I'm speaking to someone who's probably been ailing for longer than that. I know I'm speaking to someone who's probably been waiting for whatever blessing you've been waiting for. And you're listening to me saying 12 and you're thinking, Lynn, mine is 24. Mine is 30 something. Hey, God is just telling us to keep waiting. The man at the pool of Bethesda, the man who Jesus asked, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? And I like that story because in this story, you know, the man says, the man tells Jesus that every time an angel comes through and uh, the angel, um, you know, when he starts the water, you know, someone has to get in, but I can't get in quick and quickly enough. So therefore, um, you know, I can't get healed. And I know that there's a verse. And if you look at many, 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 I think the, the Bible in NIV, the NIV Bible actually doesn't talk about a particular verse and that probably is verse 14 and I just want to I just want to go there with you this is John chapter 5 if you can just turn there with me is it John chapter 5 yes it's John chapter 5 and I wish we could just go there together because it's actually verse 4, not verse 14. I don't know if you've ever realized, if you're using the NIV Bible, whether you're doing it on your tablet, on your iPhone, on your iPad, or actually whether you have a hard copy Bible like I do, if you look at chapter 5, it goes from verse 3, then straight to verse 5. Here, a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed, and then it omits, it omits verse 4 and goes straight to verse 5. One who was there had been laying invalid for 38 years. For 38 years. Now listen, 
There's a verse that is omitted, and this is what the verse says. From time to time, an angel of the Lord would come down and stir up the waters. The first one into the pool after each such disturbance would be cured of whatever disease they had. Now, I just want you guys to note very carefully what I'm about to say. The reason you find that in some Bibles, verse 4 is not there. If you look at very many commentaries, they will clearly state that verse 4 was an addition that came in later. Verse 4 could probably not have been the original context as the gospel of John was originally written. Maybe we could go on ahead and say, therefore, verse 4 is something like in our world we come up with. We come up with many John chapter 5 verse 4s. Where if every time we are asked, what do you want? Why, why have you not progressed? Why have you not this, 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 this? We always come up with a verse 4. And we probably know that verse 4 is a figment of our imagination. Verse 4 is an addition. We probably know that. Look at the story of Job. Job waited. And what I admire so much about this man called Job, because I, I know for sure, I don't know many people who would have done what he did. But then again, we haven't been tested that much. And he never once cursed God. Not once. Hannah. Hannah cried. The Bible records that Hannah prayed to a point where she, she, she was seen with lips just moving and it was assumed that she was drunk. Because there are times when the waiting becomes so severely difficult. There are times the waiting is so painful. There are times the waiting will straight up make you bitter. There are times the waiting will make you give up. There are times the waiting makes no sense. And I get it. And I know that there are so many of us who have waited and we have been unable to wait. And then we compromise. But remember the Bible says, those who wait on the Lord... Those who wait on the Lord. Those who wait on the Lord. And waiting on the Lord means every time, and just listen to me on this because I've had to wait as well. Isaiah 40, 31. Those who wait on the Lord. And this is that moment when you're feeling like your blessing is yet to come. Every time you feel like your blessing is yet to come, why don't you just go on your knees and speak to your father and just be honest with him. Tell him, God, I've, I've been waiting. I'm still waiting. Yeah, I'm still waiting. And I know at this point, it makes absolutely no sense what I'm waiting for, or even if I should still continue waiting. But listen, I will continue to wait on you. I will continue to wait on you because there's a certain level of faith that moves our father. It is faith that makes him impressed by us. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So you need 
to wait. If you listen to the last podcast on prayer and fasting, we made it very clear that fasting draws you closer to God. Fasting enables you to know the heart of your maker, the heart of your father, so that you stop waiting for what you shouldn't be waiting for. Sometimes, let's face it, sometimes we're we're waiting for things we shouldn't even be waiting for. Sometimes we're asking for blessings that are not our portion. It's too low for you. You don't deserve that kind of mediocrity. You are a son of God, man. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are sons of God. If you are led by the Spirit of God, the Spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, then stop Stop acting as if you're not. Seek the face of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He will guide you. He will guide you. Please listen to me. He will guide you. Let us get our focus on the right things. Maybe we've been waiting on things we shouldn't even be waiting for. And I pray this moment that if you are waiting for the things you shouldn't be waiting for, if you've been asking for things you shouldn't be asking for, I pray that God will open your spiritual understanding, that you will understand his will and then wait on what he has asked you to wait on and wait with patience. Romans eight twenty five. Romans eight twenty five. Let me just go there quickly. Romans chapter 8 verse 25. I love this scripture so much because if you look at the whole chapter, the chapter is titled Life Through the Spirit. And from verse 18, it talks about present suffering and future glory. But verse 25 talks about, but if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. If we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. My brothers and sisters, there is absolutely no way, no way. Listen to me. There is no way to wait unless you are patient in the presence of God. Try and wait outside the presence of God and you will compromise. I'll say that again. Wait in the presence of God. You will wait with patience. You will even wait with joy. You will wait with an attitude of love. Wait outside the presence of God. You will wait with impatience. You will wait with compromise. You will think you have been waiting too long. And then just, just when you're about to receive your blessings, when your blessing is right at the doorstep, you give up. You give up. I remember I learned this lesson a very long time ago at a very tender age because I'd see myself getting impatient and giving up. And then just when I gave up, I was like, oh my gosh, it was just like one more step and I'd have gotten there. I don't want this for you. So I just want to say this one last time. How do you wait? Wait in the presence of God. Wait in the presence of God because in the presence of God there is fullness of joy. At his right hand there are pleasures evermore. He he will reveal his plan, his will for your life. Delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And you will wait with a sober spirit. And you will wait and you will say, you know what? It hasn't yet happened. I am still waiting. I am still limping. I am still jobless. I am still single. I'm still, I'm still 
healing from a broken heart. I'm still healing from this disease. I'm still praying and waiting on God to heal my marriage. I am still waiting for financial breakthrough. I am still waiting for a good break in my life. I'm still waiting for favor. I'm still waiting for breakthrough. I'm still waiting. But even if it doesn't happen tomorrow, listen, God, I will still wait. Even if it doesn't happen in the next year, I will still love you because I'm waiting in your presence. Choose today to wait in the presence of God because you will wait in joy and you will wait with an attitude of love. Choose that today. Do not wait outside the presence of God. That is why most of us compromise so much and we live a life where we live looking at the consequences of our compromises. My prayer for every single one of you today is that you will wait in his presence. Wait. There are so many people and I will bring them onto this podcast who've waited for blessings for years on years on years. But I just want you to hear their testimonies as they tell you, yes, I waited, but I waited in the presence of God. And what was years seemed like days because even for a woman, even if she travails in childbirth, in so much pain and agony, when finally the child comes, the joy of receiving that child in her arms surpasses all the pain she wants she has gone through my prayer for you today please receive the presence of god as you wait and receive his mercy and his love i love you so much continue listening to this podcast continue being blessed continue speaking to me giving me your comments continue sharing for those of you who can Share as much as you can with me. I'll be dropping a WhatsApp number for faster response so that we can, so that I can just get to hear everything you have to say. I just want to leave you with a very beautiful song. And um, it's just a prayer. And today, as I appeal to your souls, <sighs> wow, I just pray that the love of God will engulf you. And I pray that supernatural, immense joy will overwhelm you from this very moment. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Justice fill this nation. Have mercy, Jesus, please forgive our sin. Take.